This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. David Ellefson said that his recent sex scandal made him understand how Jesus felt. Oh, yes. Remember that time Jesus got caught jerking off on FaceTime in front of a teenage disciple? The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Do you remember? I don't remember. Was that in the Bible? Which which uh, which part of the Bible? Jesus Christ. Yes. 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 What is wrong with David Ellison? Can we dissect that? He has this problem where he refuses to stop doing interviews and just keeps putting his foot in his mouth as a result. We'll talk it's all like, about it. Oh, Go ahead. To, no, Darren. I didn't say. It's just your... You have to have some awareness that you're like in the wrong right now. Like, just be quiet for a little while. It's not no. going to get better for you. <laughs> it's the opposite. He thinks he's now on this crusade where he's the one who's been wronged. Man. Because if it's working because, for Marilyn Manson, you know, I mean, because of the whole revenge porn kind of mm. angle to the whole thing, which to be fair, it's true. Right. But you really got to sit back and forget about a whole lot of other stuff. To just think about it. Let's get into it. Did he Welcome sit back the- in that video? <laughs> At some points, yes. <laughs> you got you got to read the room. You know what I mean? Read the room. Not that he's necessarily in the wrong about the revenge porn thing, but read the room. Did we lose Rob? Oh, Rob, where'd you go? Oh, no. I'm there here. he is. What happened? Some, some seeds from the background. <laughs> he pulled some seeds out of the background. <laughs> Rob has a... If you're listening only on audio, Rob has... A gigantic pile of seeds in his background, his video background. Sunflower. I'm, I'm back on the sunflower seed addiction. My vacuum is not a fan of me. <laughs> you just got to sweep. Got to get a mop and a dustpan. No, I do the vacuum. It's easier. Mm. And um, <laughs> that's my sunflower seed delivery. It's coming. <laughs> get truckloads. No, but seriously, you know, uh, I only I don't live in Brighton Beach anymore. My the neighborhood I grew up in. Which mm-hmm. is in South Brooklyn, so I have to prepare, and I now buy like three. Gi- you know what? Let me show you the giant bags of sunflower seeds. Oh, okay. Right. You don't I'm have your plug in sack. Oh my god! <laughs> Can't wait. Rob's preparing to go show us his sack, ladies and gentlemen. Here it comes. He has his sack in his hand. He's stretching it open. <laughs> That's, there it is. Oh, it's Oof. one ball of sunflower seeds from his sack. You have a second ball of sunflower seeds? I do seeds? have a second ball. Mm. That's another equally oh, gigantic plentiful. ball. You got a third ball? It really blends into the... I do have a third ball. It's in my living room. Oh. I three balls, started, three butt cheeks. I started diving into the, the, the third ball. It was, it was great. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Yeah. There you have it, folks. Sunflower seeds. They're a great alternative to snacking on chips when you're stoned. And uh, if you're stoned, give us a call. 213-WIDE-NOT-213-943-3688. That's our number. And so David Elvison, (laughs) so he was on a recent... So why is he doing all these interviews to kind of answer a question that we we posed moments ago is because he has a new band now. He's, He's out there. No, isn't that down. what got him in trouble? Yeah, he's out there. <laughs> he will not all hanging stay. All out there. Oh. That's, he's calling for our interview now. Sure, I'll let him on. 
Uh, we should be. Yeah, we, we'll put it around. You're on the air. I don't know that we we'll, want to we'll, zoom with him. Well, we <laughs> drive a get big ratings for that. <laughs> uh, what would uh, yeah? What would some of the questions be that we even ask Allison if we had him on? Are you whacking it? <laughs> yeah. Is can that, you can you keep you? the camera like a full body shot so we know what you're doing? <laughs> keep. We we'll just ask him visible? which wrestlers he'd have sex with. <laughs> We just treat him like Noah. He'd be the Dave Ellison is the new Noah. I'm sure they'd all they'd all be female wrestlers because he's such a he's such a oh, yeah. you know conservative. Probably well, okay, so that it. so that's what's so funny. Okay, so he's back out there. He has this new band. It's called the Lucid. Uh, the Lucid. And- <laughs> mm, how you doing? <laughs> Are they good? What do they just sound like? Megadeth? Is he the singer? They do not sound like Megadeth. He is not the singer. I don't believe. So is he the bassist again? Of course, yeah. Well, he's a he's a professional bassist. What do you yeah, mean? But the, he's a bassist in a gigantic band to make money. But don't he's, bassists he's secretly bass- want to be guitarists? No, he is a bass. He's a bassist. Is that John so, yeah. Turturro? John Turturro's in the band. Oh, Good for him. It's Vinnie Dombrowski. <laughs> what? From Sponge. Wait, Vinnie Dombrowski. What? Are you serious? <laughs> the guy from Sponge. Who, uh, can you fill me in on Sponge? Oh, you remember Sponge? They were like big on alternative radio in like the late nineties. They had that jam? sixteen candles song. They had Plowed. You oh, definitely Plowed. know Sponge. Completely were- escapes me right now. Wow, Vinnie Dombrowski from Sponge. That is fucking hilarious. I thought this was just like. David Ellison and like dudes he met at his local Sam Ash, not like, <laughs> well, well other washed is- up guy. Oh, yeah, I guess it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> who's the second guy that looks like a comic book guy? Yeah. Who's the bearded? That's the drummer. Okay. The song from Fear Factory and Raven. Okay. Are you playing it on your phone? What are you doing? Yeah. Rob? I'm hoping we can't of hear me. anything. Oh, okay. That's weird. Jesus. Oh, Jeez. High tech shit. Yeah, we still can. What are you doing? Really? How is it not picking okay, up? Okay, now crazy. I hear it. Whatever you just did okay. at the end there, I heard it. Here we go. Okay, yeah. that's Sponge. Yeah. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was so a good song. Not going to lie. So this is their band. So now he, I guess he's out promoting this band. And uh, that's why he's doing all these interviews. And he gave. So wait, he's doing the interviews and not Vinnie Dombrowski. Correct. Well, he's way more famous. Yeah, and he has, and and people want to talk to him. Who wants to talk to Vinnie Dombrowski? Sid, would you want to talk to Vinnie Dombrowski? Sure, should get him on the show. Yeah, Dombrowski. If he wants to do these interviews, he should start jerking off on Facetime. That's how you get get all the media. I believe Vinnie Dombrowski did a liner for our old college radio station. He oh, was yeah. one of the in the instant replay machine. I believe Vinnie Dombrowski from Sponge was one of the tracks. He was right next to DJ Bathgate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wasn't there like a Howard Stern one? Was it really? Like you and three other people are listening. Was the yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was nice. But I think Howard. it was edited. I don't think like. Come on. No, I think somebody from the radio station was like an intern on his show and got oh, him really? to do a liner. Oh wow, it's nice. I mean, nobody heard it. He's right, but it's nice of him to do well, it. Well, at least three people heard it. Yeah. That might be <laughs> over-exaggerating a little. Vinny Dombrowski. 
Okay, so wow. this interview, I mean, yes. let me read this quote. Uh, he, the show he was on was the metal interview, and he just went right into it. He was just asked, hey, how, how have you been doing? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he goes, I'm okay. I just went dark. I took the time to just sort of process it all, heal up from it. Mm. Let me let me also. Uh, His dick was chapped raw from all that masturbating, so you need. To let's just deal. do a quick recap of, of what we're talking about here, so we're all on the same page. When a when a Megadeth fan was seventeen, she went to a Megadeth signing. She met David Ellison. They somehow exchanged contact information. They talked for two years, mm-hmm. and then when she was nineteen, they began they began doing video chats over FaceTime or Skype. And recently, I guess what happened was she recorded those chats, sent them to a friend or someone who she thought was a friend. That person leaked the videos, which just showed Ellison in a compromising position, Uh, which is to say, you know, whacking it, whacking it, (laughs) whacking it. And that's the uh, technical term, Rob. Now they meet at the Wacken Festival. Now, if we're if we're speaking, it's Vakin. If we're speaking purely in legal terms, he was Vakin it. Yeah, the person not illegal. The person to whom a crime was committed is actually David Ellison. There was a revenge born crime committed because this footage was firstly recorded without his knowledge and then released without his consent, which is illegal. Uh, and so it seems as though Ellison is really riding this as like, I'm the victim here. Well, as I said at the top of the show, there's no disputing that the person who was legally wronged was David Ellison. Yeah. I would not yes. dispute that. What I would say is you that know. he still was engaging in some creepy, yeah, unethical for sure. behavior. He yeah. groomed a woman, which to my knowledge and is it's, not illegal, it's, but no. it's gross. Yeah. And if we're going strictly by the Bible, immoral. He's right. a married man, has children older than this woman. Well, then so they're probably the not that old. bothered. <laughs> but in that light, I would say just shut your mouth. Like just you're, you. We agree. You're not legally you're, you're in the right legally. But just shut up. Just stop so, talking. That's sort of why I'm surprised that it wasn't Vinnie Dombrowski doing the p- PR for this band like. You'd think he'd want to take the back seat and just focus on music and not have the band's media push all be about him jerking off in front of a fan, you know? Well, there's probably two components to that. One being that Dave Dave Ellison is an egotist and mm. doesn't think he, he should be prevented from doing the yeah. interviews. And the other one is you don't going to get any interviews when you're putting Vinnie Dombrowski out there. I'm sorry. Rob, you take, you take a Vinnie Dombrowski on metal injection. You take it. I take it on the live cast. Well, he take it. I'm the top. <laughs> oh, Vinny. Yeah. I mean, if he's into it, I wouldn't want with picking sunflower seeds out of his back hair. Oh, you consensually no. top him. I'd shower first. <laughs> I'm not saying you'd be dirty. I'm saying you'd be eating them while you're topping him. And then the no, would fall on his no, back. I wouldn't do that. I can't. I need to focus on one or the other. <laughs> really? You don't you want to can't... disrespect the seeds. You can't seed and fuck. I, uh, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You've never thought about it? No. What no, if the seeds were already shelled? 
No, I, I'm too. Uh, first of all, if they're already shelled, then what's the point? That's boring. <laughs> There's no the what? whole the whole fun is the challenge of of picking through the shell. Have you tried it? Maybe you you find a new fetish. You don't know. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, just. Yeah. Yeah, I don't enjoy eating, eating shelled sunflower seeds. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I meant have you tried fucking someone while yeah. shelling and eating the. No, I have no. That does not uh, pique my arousal. Is it because maybe you're spreading your senses too thin? Like you can't fully dive yeah, into either thing? Exactly. Yeah. I would, I would have to, you know, I'd have to use too much brain power to uh, focus on processing the shell that I might. It might be hard to maintain the bone. I don't believe it. I think that you don't want to do it because you don't want to have to share your sunflower seeds. (laughs) Oh, I would love to share my sunflower seeds. Just nobody can keep up with me. Put that on your Tinder profile. (laughs) Looking for someone to share my sunflower seeds with. And just, that'll be that'll be my profile image, just my pile of sunflower seeds. Two big balls that he pulled out of his bag. But uh, yeah, you know, I kind of do get that. You know, it's like a sensory experience. And Sid, I don't think you re- recognize or appreciate the depth <laughs> to which Rob uh, enjoys his sunflower yeah, seeds and his I fucking. <laughs> so that's you know that's a it's a big deal. You can't do both at the same time. I get it. Fair enough. So Vinny Dabrowski has nothing to fear. Just enters Rob's domicile. Submit to an interview. <laughs> Why would he be fearing know, it anyway? I don't know how we got, got onto this, but let's get back to the interview. Uh, oh, so now that we know the backstory and the front story, <laughs> so to speak, yeah. uh, let's see. So he, he goes, I'm okay. I just went dark. I took the time to just sort of process it all. And I guess that he means, you know, the cancellation. Heal up from it. Uh, and also getting kicked out of Megadeth, of course. Uh, I've obviously never had anything quite like that happen to me before. And the fact that it was happening like that was just, I couldn't believe the level of just shittiness of humankind. I just just couldn't believe it, man. I was like, yeah, all right. Now I, not to use a religious reference, but I guess I know how Jesus felt. Couldn't yeah. even say oh. not to use a really religious reference, but, but here's you go. I guess I, I guess I know how Jesus felt. Not to use Carrie, a religious reference, hold but on, hold I'm on. going to compare myself to one of the uh, someone worshipped by two billion people in the world. Yeah, <laughs> not to use a religious reference, but here's the most popular religious reference. Yeah, uh, I guess I know how Jesus felt. Carry your cross and then kill him. Shit, we got the wrong guy. Not to make it like a religious thing, but it's just one of those things. I couldn't even believe it. I'm not going to lie. I deserve better than that. (laughs) Wait a minute. Does he not know the story of Jesus? Like they didn't get the wrong guy. That was the guy they were trying to get. They were trying to get Jesus and they got him. Am I wrong? They They didn't want Ralph from two huts down. They wanted (laughs) the religion guy. I think he's watched Life of Brian. That's where they got <laughs> yeah. the wrong guy. They were trying to get Jesus and they got him. Yeah. <laughs> this whole time, he's just been a big Monty Python fan. <laughs> he's he got a his Python in front of that camera. <laughs> what a twat. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's so weird to me how he. Well, let me just. 
let, let me read the, the the rest of this. I deserve better than that, which is why I got off. Well, which is problem. Why, which is why I got off social media and I got away from all that stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I poured my whole life into my craft and my work and my art and being a performer and entertainer. Oh, he performed all right. And no one does. <laughs> and no one deserves to be treated like that. That's just absolutely uncalled for on any level. But specifically, like, what does he mean? He hasn't given any examples of this poor treatment. We'll get kicked out of Megadeth, yeah. I think. Oh, oh so his really? gripe is with Dave. It seems like his gripe is with cancel culture from the, to what he's talking. Well, just the whole experience, perhaps just ever. Huh. Hey, hey, it's weird how he's he's like pushing off any responsibility here. Like, yes, you were it's wrong. That weird. You... <laughs> That's what they do, Rob. I don't know that it's that. Weird. Yeah. Keep my name out of your mouth. Fucking <laughs> dude. FaceTimer. Girl groomer. <laughs> Girl guy groomer. Girl guy groomer. Uh, and, and I hope maybe with uh, this interview quote surfacing and getting passed around on all the blogs, such as metalinjection.net, uh, maybe he sees this or someone close to him sees this and they could just be like, hey, David, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do any more interviews. Yeah, he's just not aware of himself, I would say. I mean, I, for one, am ready for all the Vinnie Dabrowski content you got for me. So I'm all for Dave <laughs> stopping the interviews. Vinny to the front. Who would have thought I'd be the last one canceled in that band? <laughs> when Dave's Mustaine seems to be cancel proof at this point. I mean, he's just so absurd. I mean, I'm sure if there's something that came, we got to give him credit. No, I mean, I, mean, I don't like yeah. to give him credit, but he's hasn't done anything other than say stupid things, really. I mean, he hasn't done anything. And even scandalous. that he's sort of kept in check of late. Yeah, he hasn't said anything like that in quite a while. Much to our chagrin. He seems Should we so check in with his cameo? Just to make <laughs> sure. Oh, imagine there's like... But it's like uh, 40 hours of like uh, FaceTiming with teenage girls on his cameo by accident, accidentally uploaded. But it, it's just because the teenage girls asked for a cameo for their grandpa. Oh, the grandpa so. wanted to see him whacking it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think he was whacking in the nose. Who knows? He's oh, got man. that OnlyFans for that. Let's see. Let's see. If... OnlyFans of Sponge. <laughs> Hey George, it's Dave Mustang from Megadeth, and I am Starbucks? giving you a happy birthday wish through Cameo. I see that uh, <laughs> like you're going to Costa Rica, yeah, which is really cool. I played down there; it's really beautiful. And there's really surf if you can find They've it. They've given us a lot of that five head right now. Yeah. Trip into the rainforest down there and, and got on one of those gondolas that goes through the forest. Really. Gondolas. Gondola. Uh, sketchy when it's raining, and it was when we went, but you know, I'm, I'm, uh, 
one of those high adrenaline sport kind of guys. And listen, um, as far as any wisdom or funny things to say, I, one of the jokes I heard about turning 40 in particular was um, 40's not old if you're a tree or a turtle. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, me yeah. being 60 now, the jokes have gotten a lot more meaner, so I'm not going to share any of those with you. Anyways, have a happy birthday. I wish you the absolute very, very best. And uh, glad your parents did a wellness check on you. <laughs> what? Excuse it's me? 40. That took a turn. Yeah. Oh, when you turn 40, you have to have wellness checks periodically? Is that what you mean? I wonder if the cameo itself is the wellness check. Like, well, he won't talk to us. Maybe he'll talk to David Stane. <laughs> Please call your mother back. Oh, man, this, this one looks like a ransom video. He's behind, like, he's in front of a brick wall. He's got a beanie on. <laughs> this is him when he was little... doing stand-up at an open mic. <laughs> they mean business. <laughs> Send the money. He does. He, does. he looks I... like he's at the comedy cellar or something. Yeah. It's Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. How are you? I am reaching out to give you a happy birthday greeting uh, that you're turning. Well, we won't say what you're turning, but um, just want to say happy birthday to you, my dear. And I hope you have a fantastic celebration and you keep on rocking. And I see you've been a fan of mine and Megadeth for a very long time, which I'm honored to hear that. So uh, from me to you, a big birthday hug. He's got, he's got and really good. I, I wish you the very best. And hopefully uh, when we play in your town again, uh, you'll be able to join us for a meet and greet and and we can Give yeah, more, talk more a little money. bit more all right uh be sure and let me know how your birthday was too and thank you claire what? for doing this for kathy you're so awesome what a great friend you are bye girls all right you've been a great audience thank you how, how Give it up for todd like barry <laughs> he should be so lucky <laughs> how would she now go about letting dave know how her birthday went would hello she have to buy at the a whole meet and cameo no, oh, it's the next year. Always be closing, one. Dave. Well, hey, about that Netflix, Sean, huh? so interesting. <laughs> I believe these uh, vaccine mandates. Oh, too, too hot topics. Me- Metallica walks like this. Have you ever noticed that <laughs> anthrax walks like this? <laughs> Crazy. I wanted to wish you a happy anniversary with uh, you and Jennifer. And how about that hangary teen food, folks? Right? I mean, can we get something better in there? <laughs> I know you celebrated a little early at your Megadeth show back in September in Jersey. And uh, Jennifer, I hear you are a real metalhead, and your kids, Rosie and Jack, wanted me to help make your 14th memorable and poodles fucking rock anyways i hope you had a 14? great time when we Wait, played what? in jersey this last time Uh-oh. through for the metal tour Could be an elephant and, situation. and actually believe oh, it no. or not i'm doing an interview with the magazine uh next week because the, the metal tour of the year was such a success um and and it helped make uh, metal in such a big way that um they want to do a cover story for us on a Dying? magazine um that's about touring and so on and so forth so oh my god he needs some it's water great and i'm glad you showed up because you helped make look it already better so happy birthday to you two lovebirds and um look forward to seeing you sometime in the future cheers he doesn't want them at the meet and greet what magazine yeah. is doing this interview the journal of the american medical association <laughs> <laughs> what magazines are there still yeah right <laughs> highlights <laughs> highlights for go- goofus and gallant <laughs> it's the name of the new album. <laughs>
cross promotion. Oh, Get man. a sneak peek at panel one of the new Goofus and Gallet comic. <laughs> buy my new album. Wow. That's how Ellison got that girl to call him back. Oh. Oh, he promised her a Goofus and Gallet sneak preview? Yeah. Oh, who knew? It's the right demographic. <laughs> one that's listed as other. Uh-oh. Hello, everybody. This is Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, and I wanted to send a, a tribute remembrance out to Lenny Sabato. And uh, I just see all the things that you guys remembered him for. Um, oh, okay. Know, I, don't, I feel... I don't want to watch that. You know, it's, it's so strange how... It's such a common... We go through these, and okay, I don't I think even think about it, it but... Like when you really think about cameo, it's just such a capitalist. It's like being able to make money because you made a lot of money. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. It's just so. Well, weird I, I do. I, I I get that point of view about it, but there is also just like, hey, you know, I have these fans. They want to hear from me. <laughs> I'm I'm down to do it, but I have a price, and this is what it is. And I like, didn't mean for that to reflect poorly. It's on very transactional. Doing it, I, that's but, fine. If I was had any demand, I would do those. I'm not saying they're bad people for doing it. It's just the concept of what it is is so strange, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like we haven't made enough money off our fans, what other ways can we wring every last penny that's out there? Well, if you do it for free, you get too many requests. So you gotta you gotta put some sort of barrier. That's what it is. They don't really the want shout the money. Outs. Yeah. Yeah. It's to keep the demand in check. Right. Um, let's see what else we got going on. Well, let's talk about this uh, Satanist, the latest Satanist out on the scene, Travis oh. Scott. Oh. Uh, Did you know that's Tra- not even his real name? No. His name's like Elijah or something, right? It's like Jacques something. Oh, Jacques, right. Who well, changes their name from Jacques to fucking Travis Scott? Well, when you want to be a rapper, Travis Jacques Scott. Webster. Jacques Berman Webster the second. Berman. Is he, is he related to Lonnie? I was going to say. Berman, maybe Berman. It's his middle name. And his, uh, his nickname, by the way, is Cactus Jack. Oh. Isn't Travis Scott his nickname? No, Travis Scott is his name name. Isn't he like, is he part Jewish with the Berman? Is that a, a Jewish thing? No, it's it's not Berman. It's see a black uh, Israelite. It's B-E-R-M-O-N. Berman. Hmm. Maybe, you know, Ellis Island thing. They, they Americanize yeah. a lot of these Jewish guys names. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from uh, Houston, I believe. Engaged or something to Kylie Jenner. Or something. I don't know if they're engaged, but he's certainly her baby daddy. All right. Uh, so he had a big festival called Astro World earlier this week. And from what I gather, people were going buck wild when he was well, performing. I don't have to gather it. There's video of it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been avoiding the video. I guess we could look some of it up. But... Uh, it's it's very sad because people started storming the stage and eight people died. At least eight people died. I think more people since the thing. The thing I'm very confused about is why would Travis Scott book Lamb of God on his festival? Oh, come on. <laughs> I 
had to do one. I had to do one. We okay, got it out great. of the way. I, I most likely won't do more. Don't push Please it. <laughs> so continue. Uh, so there's a lot. Today. There's a lot of blame being thrown around. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, it seems like inadequate security and inadequate like fencing or, you know, separating of the crowd. In my so opinion. was it people that got smushed up against the stage or were they trampled like on the field? Like what? Well, first they were Who were the casualties. In, they were coming in through the barricade, not even through to the show, but the f- opening where you go into the show. They were also storming through there and trampling okay. people, <laughs> I guess, because they didn't want to wait any longer than they had to. And then they just the whole you see this video of a whole stream of people going through this opening and then they get pushed back because this dude comes out like mounted on a horse, like get the fuck back, Jesus get the Christ. fuck back. And that was before anybody rushed the stage. Okay. Yeah. There was a, you know, yeah, it was already a ruckus crowd and these are young people as young as 14. It's so sad. 14 to the oldest one wasn't even 30. Twenty. Wasn't there a nine year old there that got injured or something? The youngest who died was 14. I'm looking at the, deaths and so yeah they 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 got trampled and darren you've talked about how like when you were at woodstock Mm -hmm. something like this almost happened to you it's very scary and it's the thing the thing that was kind of weird is that people like this would never happen at a metal show this would never happen at a rock show guess what it has it always (laughs) happens it's, it's it's not the genre of music has nothing to do with it it's just you know there's a lot of people and if the crowd isn't being controlled Bad things are possible. There's a possibility. There's a risk. And honestly, even if the crowd is being controlled, this shit could happen. If there's enough people, it's not like there's crowd control forces in every spot in a venue. It's just culture war bullshit. You know, it's like my genre of thing is better than your genre of thing. And you're an asshole for listening to it. And my people are virtuous and your people are shitheads. Yep. Doesn't mean anything. Is, and there's plenty of great hip hop crowds, and there's plenty of shitty men, and vice versa. You know, people are just people. It's just really silly to, to tag. People them. are people. Can it be? Go, Rob. Can we get a copyright strike right now? Yeah, please. Please. Somebody. A drone strike, some kind of strike. <laughs> I don't care. BMG. Come on. I'm but the best. You know. <laughs> The best thing is somehow this turned into like some big QAnon conspiracy. And like, so, uh, yeah, so it's basically this was a satanic ritual is the (laughs) conspiracy. Uh, And part of the, you know, there there's a bit of photo being passed around. So, you know, the Travis Scott head, like that photo, how it compares to like a illustration of what hell looks like. Mm hmm. Uh, I thought that was a joke. Didn't someone pass that around as a joke? I didn't uh, know that was Q doing that. Someone did posted it? that in our Discord. I did. I oh, did because I got it, but I got it from a, an account that I follow. That's not. They're just. They're just like a comedian. So I didn't think it was coming from Q shit. I thought it was just like, oh, look at this. This kind of looks like this. But painting. the comedian was Jim Brewer. So. Uh, no. So within days of the mass casualty event. Uh, so tragic. Eight Ouch. is mass. I don't know. I feel like you got to get double digits for it to be mass casualty. Yeah. Personally, wow. for me, even one, even more than one. 
There's that's a couple. What's a couple a casualty? That's nowhere near right. mass, Rob. Yeah. Three anyway, to nine uh, would be a few, a few casualty. Ten up. You could say mass. You hit three people with a car, you tell another person a mass murderer. Come on. Yeah, no. That just cheapens the yes. real mass murders. I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> Astroworld has become a magnet for satanic panic style conspiracy theories mm. theories that flourished among young people on sites like tiktok as well as uh, in the QAnon movement oh man have you seen like i i don't know how much you look at tiktok there's yes. so much fucking unhinged like well there's you know, everything you well, can fall right, down but, a rabbit hole for anything but listen but you know how you go on facebook this is what's different about tiktok okay when you look at weird conspiracy shit on facebook it's almost exclusively 50 plus year old like boomers mm-hmm. looking at it doing it when you look at it on tiktok it's like 18 to 24 year old people doing pure unhinged conspiracy shit it's the dave ellison just thing. started a tiktok account <laughs> those people are real gullible i'll get them, I'll get them. <laughs> there's 18 year olds on there who <laughs> too old for him to start you gotta he has to start grooming them when they're 17 otherwise it doesn't work out damn it he doesn't want to wait till they're 20 then they're over the hill that's true sorry dave you made multiple viral tweets and tiktok account. videos have called attention to what they claim are signs of satanic rituals in scott's performance including flames and a circle on stage which people claim could be used for summoning demons <laughs> So any circle. Bad. So any circle is bad. The letter O is bad now. Like, well, there the were fuck, there man? were eight flames, uh, eight different flames, like the eight circles of hell or some bullshit. Like that. Oh, I saw someone saying eight circles of hell, eight circles of flames on the stage and eight people died. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it's all these coincidences. <laughs> uh, some evoke astrology popular among young people to support their claims because the tragedy took place during Scorpio season, which some theorists said sounds like the word corpse, Scorpio, corpse. You know, I don't want to sound like an old man, but the conspiracy theories when I was a kid were so much much better. better. This is you got fucking phonetic coincidence you're going to do now. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, put some work in. You can make movies about those old school conspiracies. What's the movie here? Julia Roberts, like with a stack of papers, trying to see what words sound similar. Yeah. (laughs) Corpse, corpse, corpse. She's furiously looking through. Scorpio, corpse, Scorpio, corpse. Digging through a thesaurus. (laughs) this is horrible Uh, but this is really why the metalheads are mad because metal never gets accused of being satanic anymore it's always hip-hop now yeah others position that the concert opened a portal to hell a screenshot of a reddit post now going viral on twitter reports to be from a travis scott concert goer whose experience led them to believe that quote travis scott is a demon sent from hell Well, here's the twist to that story. There was a portal open from hell and we're the portal opens to somewhere else. We're in hell. The portal opened to like a real world we can escape to. But we, we uh, missed the we missed the opening. So I think the craziest uh thing to come out so that's pretty crazy. But then a a story that Houston officials said in a press conference. They an officer said, we have a report of a security officer, according to the medical staff, that was out and treated him last night that he was reaching over to restrain or grab a citizen, and he felt a prick in his neck. 
and the medical staff examined the unconscious security officer and administered Narcan, an emergency treatment for opioid overdoses. So the the suggestion is that this person, this officer, was injected in the neck with fentanyl in the middle of a crowd. Now, look, I know there aren't hardcore drug users among our audience space, uh, at least not other than you. Oh, get out of here. Uh, (laughs) You're about to do an explainer. Yeah. I do want to say, though, you you can't just inject fentanyl anywhere you want. You got to find a vein and make sure you hit that vein. Why? What so happens this, otherwise? You piss Nothing. it out. Nothing happens. OK, so. So if this could have better happened, that he missed. <laughs> yeah, it's not that easy to just fucking like if you just inject somebody randomly in the neck, chances are they're not you're not going to hit a vein. So this person, but maybe they just accurate, wanted to stab a motherfucker or it's just a lie. Either one, but it's not impossible. Like. I don't know that like if you're trying to like fuck with a cop or whatever, you're or maybe not doing the cop it. himself is is addicted. To sure. Fentanyl. Sure. But I'm saying like if a cop's coming at you and you want to fight back, you're not worried about finding a vein. So he gets high. You just want to stab him with something sharp that you have. The cop said he was not coming at them. I don't think. Or wait, did it say that? What? I don't I don't know. OK. But yeah, just a weird thing, obviously. You know, I think I think it's I don't think it's cool to like jump on Travis Scott, jump on uh, people in front of you at a concert. Oh, like this is a tragedy for all fans of live music, not just hip hop fans. You know, like this, this affects everyone. And and there have to be precautions in place to avoid such things happening, I feel like. And I'm sure there will be now that there's all these lawsuits flying around. There's multiple ones already been filed against him, against Live Nation. Drake came out for a song. He's part of a lawsuit. Ah. <laughs> That's what you get. Stay in Canada, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Go I watch a Raptors game. You prick. Yeah. <laughs> no one should jump on Travis Scott, but no one should really jump on Rob because he's the top. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it says on his shirt there. Spinal you could top. jump on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Is that an invitation? Maybe. Are you Dave Ellison? Not for you. No. Uh, Also, NFTs are popping. Are they? Have have any of you guys purchased one yet? No. No, they're expensive. Not at all. But there's some I, aren't that expensive. There's like that NBA Top Shot thing that I think is like. It's still pretty expensive. More, is it? How much do they cost? Let's see. I thought like the resale value is expensive, but like there's if, when they release packs or whatever, it's just about your place in line and you could get it for like a reasonable well, price. It's not know. like Bitcoin where it's like $67,000, but you can buy like one tenth of a Bitcoin. This is like you buying a thing for a price, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you you can't just check. You gotta. You gotta buy it and then see how much it is. Was that was that Here, the uh, end line of the of the Brooklyn Nets court that it written in Comic Sans? Where? Can you play that oh. video from the beginning, or is it possible? I don't know. It's either. Let it scroll to. Yeah, the I beginning. guess it is Comic Sans over here. Is it? Look on the yeah. other oh, end. Oh no, that's no, the right, other right. end. On the other end, it definitely was Comic Sans. In a loop. Oh, my God. I, I have to see this again. 
Yeah. Look at that. No, oh, that's no, like no, no, it's no, not that's, that's the chalk the, font. That's it's chalk like font. the Basquiat. Yeah, logo I've that seen they have. that. Once I saw yeah. it and got a chance to look at it, I saw what yeah. it was. Sorry to get okay. the audience all yeah. hyped These up. These are just a the notable sale. Okay. Yeah. $3. Okay. Oh. Not so bad. No, I haven't bought any NFTs, but you know, there's now there's now like really some insane freaking NFTs going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like thousands of dollars and it's like stick figures or a photo of like a, a horse or something like like I want to show you here here's uh, an NFT collection from Gary V do you guys know who Gary V is no the guy he's the, like a self-help motivating guy something. he's like a social media influencer like a marketing guru kind of guy he has his own marketing agency he's a Brooklyn and, Russian guy he's a guy right a uh, Jersey Vay- Russian guy oh, Vanderchuk Gary Vander Vaynerchuk Vaynerchuk right. yeah uh, and so he launched so look at these NFTs yes that is a stick figure jack-o'-lantern <laughs> for $93,000 why <laughs> Because it goes up. If you have that money, it's rare. This nifty narwhal is rare. Only 47,000. Only 10 of them. (sighs) So now what people have been doing as a goof is like you could just, you know, like right click, save image as. Of course. Here, or you can take a screenshot. Easy peasy. Can't they uh, make it so you can't take a screenshot? In, in other words, like some no. sites you know, may allow you not to do that, right? Or disallow you. They, could, they could disable right click, but there is a workaround. A site cannot prevent you from taking a screenshot because that's just a secure. It doesn't have the security permissions to do that. So no matter what, <laughs> but the whole thing is it's not about having a screenshot. It's like, you know, there's. Many people have reprints of the Mona Lisa, but there's only one Mona Lisa or you know, 10, is, but you can like, validate the Mona Lisa. You can, right. You well, this, this this is the well, that's the NFT. The NFT itself is the validation because it's the, the digital token, whereas the screenshot is just a screenshot. There's no. Uh, right. But there's some tangible it. benefit from having the real Mona Lisa, but there's no tangible benefit from having the real narwhal that somebody drew in yeah. their apartment. Uh, you can resell it would be the right. The, but then it becomes reflexive. So it's just yeah, like oh, another, sure, sure, sure. another yeah, a, cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yes. So. So now there's been people diving into NFTs because it's a trendy topic and they don't quite understand what what's going on and then so when people say like oh here's the screenshot there are these uneducated nft purchasers then threaten lawsuits for screenshots and, and duplicates and it's like no uh that's not illegal so i wanted to play this one such angry nft bro who does not like that his nfts are being hijacked because he's paid a lot of money for him now darren could you describe what this guy looks like to our audio listeners oh no it's more like (laughs) nft brow am i right he looks like a fat eddie kingston somewhat he's just very (laughs) um he's got uh like like he shaved off his eyebrows and then painted them back on he's got long like mascara eyelashes and mm-hmm. he's got a very thick, like five o'clock shadow. It's like a that's, big that's time very Tommy well was a drag queen. Yeah, very good. Yeah, he's kind of a drag queen in his boy drag, right. like yeah. the drag queen out of the 
big cat up again. But then then you hear him talk, and it's 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 he's pissed, or they're pissed. You think it's funny to take screenshots of people's NFTs, huh? <laughs> Property theft is a joke to you. Wait a minute. Hold I'll on, hold on, know. hold on. He's he keeps looking that. off to the side. Has he written this statement out and he's reading from notes? No, that is correct. Wow. He has to read this. He, he could have yeah, memorized I, this. Do you think he wrote out, huh? Or he added that in the moment? Well, huh. see, somebody posted a DM that they got from this person. And... The ha is in fact, <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Amazing. Oh, that the blockchain is, huh? <laughs> Property theft is a joke to you. I'll have you know that the blockchain doesn't lie. <laughs> I oh own it. God. Even if you save it, it's my property. You are mad that you don't own the art that I own. <laughs> Delete that screenshot. You think it's <laughs> word for word. Now, who is yeah. this guy that other than just a dumb NFT guy? Is he somebody like that I, anyone would know? He's just somebody that's buying these lazy lions. <laughs> but like, where did he get like millions of dollars to buy this shit? Is he just a rich like trust fund dipshit? Oh, I, I'm not familiar with. <laughs> with uh so what ended up happening is the person who kept saving his nft listed an nft of the image that he kept saving with the right click menu like like it's a new nft because it's a screenshot of the nft with the right click menu and that in itself has become an nft that is a fucking hero right there that is Fantastic. a legendary move <laughs> so there you go this is so like to me the concept of an nft is nothing wrong with it I, mm -hmm. but it's th to be that unaware and and that uh, provincial about it and like you have to know that people are going to right click it and if you really believe in this technology that right clicking doesn't make it worth anything and you own the real thing then don't worry about yeah, it then what are you mad about yeah like exactly. why are you getting mad just well, let, it, just show let it be to me, that exposes them as not even understanding what they're buying into, which is just <laughs> insane. Uh, but they're yeah. like, I feel, you know, those are bad example, you know, like shitty examples of uh, NFTs. But I do think that there's some artists that are using NFTs to kind of do some cool stuff. Uh, there's this one artist, Jen Stark. Mm -hmm. And so here are some of her NFTs, which I think now she's like a, a legitimate great artist she had a uh, recent exhibit that i went to see here in new york city which was actually the background that's used last week on the podcast oh. a very trippy visual so like for example here are her nfts and it's her artwork you could essentially buy digital versions it's of like a screensaver it's like any windows yeah. 95 screensaver but right what but, do you but do i want to like point, point your other than the you own it yeah but what you, like so, what do you do with it other than have it appreciate in value like anything. right so you can display it in the metaverse like you know if there's like a, a virtual isn't that like facebook, facebook now? thing yeah you could basically display your nft that's kind of i mean it's so stupid but it it's really not that is. it's so it's just it's no it is it's, it's so, so stupid thing. but so i want to point out that this one art yeah. this multiverse art sold for 150 ETH, which that's is seven hundred thousand dollars it's crazy how much of that does she get Probably a good amount of it, I assume. Well, look at these bit. Oh, this 3F music really uh, 
got in here with his bids. Yeah, one Ethereum is like $4,700 or something. Yeah. But at the time, it could have been lower. Yeah, this was settled in March. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it's why. It's why. Yeah. So dumb. Uh, it's all so dumb. But yeah, like her, just... her, her analog art is pretty expensive. It's like I, at her show, she had a gallery at the end and, you know, you could purchase the pieces and they range. The cheapest one was 5000 for like a kind of mirror piece that was like, you know, the size of my head. And then they range up to like $30,000 for bigger physical pieces. This is a big deal for artists, though, because, yeah. you know, there's a long time, a long time period where artists could not make shit. Yeah. And I think that's how it should be. <laughs> well, most artists can't. So like this good. is just a very select for select few that are actually making like, you know, good money off this. Is it? Would you say it's a mass amount of artists? No. And so, so less than 10. <laughs> I guess then, then I'm yes. okay with it. Then yes, it is a massive amount of artists. Maybe it could we have sent those artists to Astro World <laughs> to get trampled? Well, if oh. they survive, they have something to pour into. I don't them. want listen, I want to be clear. I don't want anybody to get trampled. Let's, and let's, no one, not a single person you could no. think of. Gotta be no. somebody. Uh Ben Shapiro, maybe? Psyopus. No. <laughs> Stop it. I almost forgot about that meme. Wow. That's a classic. You're a certain person who's a piece of shit. Nobody even knows uh, who Psyopus is anymore. Really? Do they not exist? No, they don't. I mean, you know, their music still exists from the past, but they haven't put out anything new or toured or they're not active at all. Are any of them jamming with a certain Vincent Dombrowski? Ha <laughs> mm-hmm. ha! Don't believe so. I don't. Sad. I don't believe so. I love Jose Mangan. It is funny that Vinnie Dombrowski's previous band had a song about a girl turning sixteen, and now he's got Dave Ellison in his new band, and he's also very interested in when girls turn sixteen. So you're saying Dave Ellison heard that song? And said, Dave knows something. My kind of people them turning 18. Not well, they got to turn 16 out. first. Well, that's when you start friend. grooming them. It's yeah. not like he is messing with them at that age, but he know that's his that's his mo. That's his game plan. Yeah, it's an investment. It's like his personal NFT <laughs> is just girls online. Yeah, he he'll pay one Ethereum, and then two years later they get to see him jerk off. That's that transaction. It's on the block, the cock chain. NFT for him is need to fuck teenager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only we could make that the episode title. No. Oh. No, we can't. Damn you, cancel culture. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, where do we go from here? Well, speaking of cancel culture, I want to quickly bring up Marilyn Manson. We talked about him last week because he was oh, at yeah. that uh, fucking prayer service with Kanye West and Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And so what's wild about this is, you know, when you hang out, you know, Justin Bieber, Kanye West, those are like mainstream gossip 
rag material stuff. You know, this isn't just metal gossip rag material stuff. So you have People Magazine covering the story. And so they reach out to publicists. Uh, and apparently Justin Bieber had no idea that Manson was even going to be there, which to me just sounds like, you know, they're just saying that. Did he know that he was there? Because he's wearing like a, a whole like yeah. burka or whatever. Like that was who that lady was? <laughs> well, no, he knew he was there at the moment because he prayed for him. <laughs> oh, he actually mentioned Marilyn Manson by name? Uh, oh, I'm not sure if he, he mentioned said Brian him, Warner, he, though. He yeah, I wouldn't know that that was the same guy. He's just like, oh, it's just some pasty dude named Brian here. All right. He prayed for Jesus to drop the charges against Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, like their, the new cameo. Like Justin Bieber just goes on a microphone <laughs> and does a prayer for you if you have like cancel problems. It's just for celebrities only. Aaron Rodgers, you're next. <laughs> well, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I pray. Oh, I pray in Jesus name that the uh, vaccine Nazis will stop uh, forcing you to get the jab. Aaron, I pray. I pray in Jesus name. In Jesus name. May you not lose any more endorsement deals. <laughs> oh, State Farm, please do not do not cancel Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we can talk about that in a moment, too. But I just want to uh, bet you this. So somebody reached out to Marilyn Manson uh and, and his reps mm-hmm. and he spoke and asked if uh, he had turned to Christianity. People asked if Marilyn Manson had turned to Christianity and Manson's spokesperson said, quote, that's nobody's business. <laughs> what? That's like, I, I mean, mean, if you're not, you would say you're not. If you right. are, you would say either you are or no comments. <laughs> Right. So and he did say no comment. He basically said no comment. Uh, and Manson was raised Christian. Uh, of course, obviously, he had an album called Antichrist Superstar. A protest so it's just sarcastic. So the rep went on to say, throughout his career, Marilyn Manson has collaborated with innovative and legendary artists across all musical genres. And he is no exception. Yay. yay. Oh, yay. That's right. His name isn't Kanye. Kanye. That's, Kanye. Woody, Kanye. that's Woody Allen's wife. That's Kanye. <laughs> that should be the episode. Title. Speaking Kanye. of getting canceled. <laughs> that was like the old English Kanye. Kanye. Ye, ye old Kanye. <laughs> I just want to I miss Kanye ye salad. old Kanye. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it just gets weird. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, is this, I guess, like, literally no one else must want to work with him. That's the only thing I can think of here. That, like, what is he, like, how? I don't but is know. this working with him? This, it's not like they released a single. Yeah, he's on the new album. He, he has, like, a few lines on one of the songs on the new album, I believe. On whose new album? Kanye West on Donda. Oh, really? Marilyn Manson has lines on his new album? What? Oh, no. Why? <laughs> oh, no. He just appeared at the Donda listening party. I, I, I'm i I'm a little confused. Dondola? Like the Donda. gondolas that Dave Mustaine was on in Costa Rica? <laughs> Is it Donda? Those are called well, gondolas. 
No, it's the it's news. Donda, but just the way you said it, Donda listening party. Donda? Dandala is what my, my aunt used to call me when I was a little boy. Come oh, here, Dandala. Dandala. <laughs> Such a handsome oh, Dandala. Put them on that Dandala. <laughs> so Jackie Mason calls Donald Trump. Oh, actually. <laughs> they, sorry, they do feature on the album. Oh. I'm reading now. Yes, Manson is on the album. <laughs> I think Have Donald Trump is a very nice person, personally. I don't associate with him, but then I see him in the news. I think he's doing things for people. From the grave. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he did die, right? Yep. Another mental injection. I've got scars. Long overdue. Well, he was like 900 years old. I don't know if we could claim that as part of the curse. And we barely talked about him. We should do more Jackie Mason content. (laughs) We could do a a Patreon rewatch of what was that show he was on? Chicken Soup? With Lynn Redgrave? Was it called Chicken Soup? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Oh my God, is that awful? Uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, I watched free, every episode when I was a kid. It's on That's YouTube though, in full. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do a watch along. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And you know what I makes it worse is that he's not really doing Jackie Mason. He doesn't do a lot of Jackie Mason in it. Like he talks with that accent, but there's not like a lot of. It's like a regular sitcom with regular situations. Yeah. Like Lynn, Redgrave, Lynn Redgrave's a mom. She's got a teenage daughter and they have daughter and mother problems. And he's just like a bystander. And, you know, and he just kind of stands there and go, oh, well, I don't understand any of this. You know, that's basically <laughs> it. The shows that like got green lit back in the day, man, there's some wild, wild shit. I feel yeah, like you know, just they were churning out the sitcoms and they could just plug anybody into them. It didn't yeah, I guess anybody. Golden Girls was popular at this point. So was, they were like, what other old people are around that we could put in shows? Because that that's a gold mine every time. That was Matlock. A, yeah, Matlock or Empty Nest, the spin-off yeah. from Golden Girls. Yeah. But Golden Girls like are just a perfect storm. Like, yeah. you know, it's just that, that you never think you'd never think that would work. And you yeah. watch it and you just roll on the floor funny. Yeah. It's and the exception like, that proves the rule. And they would never make that show now. Like who who would pitch a show on women? They're supposed to be in their fifties. Like you would never see Well, that. wasn't there some like that? And I think Betty White was in it. It was on like Nick at Night or whatever, like a few oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, I don't remember. I never there was some show uh, heard, Valerie like, Bernelli, I believe. Yeah. Oh, there's a Grace and Frankie too. They're like uh, they're basically the age that the Golden Girls were when. That oh, right, that's yeah. a Netflix show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Hot in Cleveland is the. That's it. It was terrible. I saw like an episode or two. I don't know. Five five seasons. They had. I think I saw one episode. Never, not one. No Betty White Golden Girls. Bertinelli's husband. Very sad. She's the last Golden Girl. If I yeah, if I want to see. Betty White, I just watch the match game. Like, what do I need? You know, hot in Cleveland. Or well, I feel Golden like Golden Girls, Girls, yeah. Just I, I could watch any of those episodes, and I'm, I am in, and it's great. Yeah, it's, it still holds up. Although there is it's some like, there, there is some questionable content, but definitely well, overall holds what, up. like what? Uh, there's some kind of. Uh, there's one episode where there's like a black maid and uh, they think that she put a spell on, on them. 
and but that's so, played for laughs like they're that they're so dumb and racist i don't think it's like they're right but you would never if you watch it, it it's problematic well because the punchline is she then gets her family to come and act like the stereotype that they assume that she is and then it's a big gag but it's it's just weird yeah, I just think. Well, you're right that that because everyone's so cautious now, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, it would but never I don't happen. Think that's either. like the show being racist, though. I think yeah, I'm, just, I'm saying I don't think it's right. It's just like problematic stuff. That like, there's so. But I mean, you would find that with most all sitcoms, I would say, from that yeah. you know, like it's from 30 years ago, of course. And that's what's so. It's it's run was from '83, the year I was born. That it started that '91. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yep, because huh. I, I looked it up. Wow. I believe. Or let, let me just double check. Eighty-five. I would have guessed. Yeah. Eighty-five to ninety-two. Right. Yeah. Great show. And then they had a spin-off other than Emptiness. They had the one where like the they Golden ran a hotel. hotel. Or something. Yeah. I never watched only, that. It was I only Blanche and Rose, right? Betty White. And no, it was everyone Diana. but B. Arthur. But then B. Arthur ended up coming back for a few episodes, and then they canceled it. Well, it wasn't funny. Yeah. It's like it was nice to see them all again after Golden Girls ended. Yeah. But it wasn't like good. Although that's I my top like, 10 all time sit, uh, TV shows. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely up there. And I feel it's, I feel with the top, the best sitcoms, they kind of have to have a plot that's unlike most other sitcoms. You know? mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's them. Like it's just four friends, four single widows. Yeah, it was basically friends, but with menopause. Well, B. Arthur wasn't a widow. Oh, that's right. She was divorced, right? A divorce. She was the only Stan one. was still around. Mm-hmm. She sure. like to kill him. But... <laughs> He's. I love. That's a good reason a why the show is so good because, like, everyone's so relentlessly into their character. Like he's a dick. Her hus- ex-husband is, and he's such a dick. Like, there's no, it's like Seinfeld. You know how they had that agreement with Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld when they would write the shows? It was mm-hmm. like, never give in, never have a hug moment. No never hugs, no in. lessons. Is right. that it? This is the same principle. It's like, ne- he's a dick, but don't let him have a warm moment where he's like, mm-hmm. all right, he's kind of a nice guy, but he's a dick. No, he's just a relentless dick. And there are was, there was one episode where it's like, oh, look, wow, they're really uh, wow. He's really not bad. And then it just completely yeah. unfurls. They pull the rug out from under you. Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Golden should Girls, we talk folks, about the, should we talk about the every time I guy die who got Seinfeld trending on Twitter the other day? Every time I guy die, every time I die guy. I, I wasn't going to call you out, but Rob oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he said every time I guy die. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Keith Buckley. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's not <laughs> your boy, the wrestler, right? No, this no is that's singer. Andy. Andy Williams. I know. I'm just the, saying, the, making sure. The butcher. But it's so weird because like yesterday I see Seinfeld trending. So I click through and then it's all these people responding to a tweet from Keith Buckley. I'm like, where do I know that name from? That name sounds familiar. So I click through on the profile. I'm like the guy from that band. What? Why? How, what is that? Didn't make sense. It's very strange. What do you say? He said, did Seinfeld, the show, not the human, completely eradicate empathy from cultural consciousness? Or did it just show people that they had an unhealthy amount of things in common with people who had no empathy or neither? I just started from season one, episode one, and I already feel surly. Well, what do you two think about that question? It's a good question. I don't don't know if he had an agenda there. No, I don't think he did. 
Um, um, I guess if it's any of the options, it would be the latter one. I don't think Seinfeld invented anything. I think people were like that. That was a sensibility that always existed. But yeah, uh, like was, the odd couple was surly, wasn't it? Sure. They, no, the odd couple definitely had hug it out moments. I mean, they mm. clearly loved each other as friends. You know, I don't think there was they just would annoy the shit out of each other. But I do think it's also an overstatement of Seinfeld, what he's saying there. I don't. I think that these are like really, even though it's a show about nothing, that's the quote that they always say. But it's like, these are like very well-developed characters. Like you can, the test is always like, can you, what, can you name 10 things about this character? And you easily could do that with all four of them. Yeah. Like they're very deep characters. They're, God, they're eccentric. But they're just neuroses. dicks. That's all. They're just like narcissists, but so are lots of people. Yeah, they are narcissists. I I would say I don't I I don't think they're mean spirited though. Like I think they're they're just shallow people. Like I yeah. think they they try to do good, but not when it inconveniences them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's different from being actively like surly is what the word that was used there. I don't yeah. think they're surly. I think they try to be good natured, and it just backfires because they're shallow fucking narcissists. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I and I, I guess like what was the reaction to his tweet? Was it people agreeing with him or telling him to shut the fuck up? Or it comes off to me like it's insulting Seinfeld in a way. A little bit. Also, it's stunning uh, to hear like someone w- watching it for the first time all of a sudden now. Oh, did I must have missed yeah. that line? Did he say? The yeah, first time? he said he started from the season one episode one. Uh, it, well, it could be that he's just rewatching it too. Mm. He didn't make it clear that it's from the first time. Can you text him and uh, ask? <laughs> It doesn't look like he was ratioed. No. Okay. Uh, and it looks like, yeah, he got more retweets. Well, he got more quote tweets than retweets. Mm. So that could, let's see if some of these quote tweets. It's literally a show about terrible people. You're not supposed to laugh with them, but laugh at them. Like, that's the whole show. That's mm. overstatement. Don't, don't, don't let this guy watch people. It's Always Sunny. Well, that's what he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Are, are they really ter- am i wrong, way off base on this are they terrible people i don't on think terrible yeah i don't think they're terrible people I they're just they're extremely f- honest about their darker no, I think jerry impulses. and george are definitely terrible people they've done you really think very ju- terrible I, mean, things like I would say george is the closest to being a terrible person yeah no jerry's abject he's done really shitty things to the women he has but we've all done shitty things like i don't think mm. he's yeah. a terrible person Mm. Okay, you're right. But Jerry Seifold, the human, is a terrible person. Yeah, he's yeah. worse than the ca- the character on the show. We're Speaking of Dave Ellison. Yeah, exactly. 17 years. He I didn't wait the two years like Dave did. And everybody was just cool with it. It was the weirdest fucking thing even then. Howard even Stern now. called him out about it. But Who did Howard Stern, right? Yeah. As I recall. But, but Howard Stern was people. sort of sort of a little disingenuous about it because he would go off about how hot his girlfriend was yeah at the same time as saying that jerry's a creep for doing it he was being a creep i think he it was more that he was mad that jerry wouldn't do a show as much anymore and so here's the thing i could rib him about typical howard stern yeah (laughs) it's what made the show good speaking of narcissistic people there you go (laughs) at least he didn't groom any 17 year olds yeah he actually groomed one until she was 35 and then married her. <laughs> when? How old was she when they got together? I don't even I think remember. About, they were what, like they're like twenty years apart, I think. Something, something like that. that. Let's I don't see. Know how old? But they've Beth been married. Beth Stern for... is forty-nine. Howard Stern is sixty-seven. Yeah, it's eighteen. Years. Eighteen years. 
And, but when did they start dating? Like, like oh, late 90s? Or early aughts. Something like that. Maybe, I th- think like early aughts. 2000 they started. Okay. Bless their hearts. I guess. Yeah, I mean, the guy's happy, seems like. Who's yeah. getting a phone call? Not me. Something's buzzing. I don't even hear it. It's anything. you, Rob. It's your sunflower seed alarm. Oh, no. You haven't eaten any in 35 minutes, so you have to oh. take a Oh, God. I have like low blood sunflower seed <laughs> instead of low blood sugar. Why? I didn't realize this, but Jackie Mason had a talk show. Yeah. Was this more uh, the Jackie Fox, Mason show? Man. No, it was on Fox. WWOR. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, that was when Howard Stern was doing his show. I think they're on back to back. Really? Yeah, I think so. So look at these thumbnails. Oh, oh. Let's try that what? again. Uh oh. I'll show the porn folder. Oh, no. <laughs> it's still all other Jackie Mason clips. Oh, look, there's <laughs> mayoral candidate Curtis yeah, Sliwa. That's what I saw. So oh, it's just... I knew that would get up. Listen to this. What's what it is? The matter is that regardless of how brilliantly they execute their responsibilities, the amazing thing is that crime levels in New York are almost as high or higher every single year than they ever were before. He it misses the old New York. Every year. 20 years ago, there was about one-fifth as much crime in this city Rob, as could you, now. could you pause this for one quick Why second? Would... Could you just say the name of the account that posted this clip? <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate Jew. <laughs> 11.8K wow. subscribers. Jesus. The best police department. There's nobody doubts the greatness of our police department. Why is it that they're inadequate for the mm. job? And if that's right, why is it they can't stop the crime in a major city? When I say inadequate for the job, it's no reflection on them. What do you mean? Ugh. I'm not reflecting on them. I'm, I'm reflecting about the audacity, the criminality, the viciousness, the violence, and the hate that permeates our society. That no matter how great a police department is, they can't control the levels of crime that go on in the city. Wow, this is this is real. Yeah, this is real galaxy breaking. Then they rob decent people. Why is that? He's basically saying a cap. Why? All cops aren't beating people enough. Yeah. A cap PE. Yeah. That band. Have something to protect them besides themselves. They marry a woman they hate because she's a good fighter. Good boy. Well, that lady likes people, it. People, people. Let's see. Let's see Curtis Sliwa. Let's hear Mr. Curtis. I'm not a cop. I'm just I know you're citizen. not a cop. They know you're not a but cop. They've all expressed rage about this case and other cases. But we've heard that word rage in the media lately when we saw Los Angeles go up in smoke. Right. And we saw Ted oh Koppel interviewing gang members, right? right? Criminals, making them glorify poster boys. Right. All right, shut up. Yeah. Oh, on race relations. I'm sure this is good. Oh, God. Don't, f- don't forget to like and subscribe for more content from the Ultimate Jew. <laughs> let's, see, let's see the Ultimate oh, Jew okay. channel. Oh, it's all just Jackie Mason stuff. Oh, I guess ja- oh, Jackie Mason is the Ultimate Jew. You don't Whoa. get to enter my home and not touch the mezuzah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? Look at this. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Can we see Ooh. Jackie Mason in training and ready to rumble? <laughs> Where uh, the top row next to last. He play. was originally cast in the David Arquette role in that. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Time of your life because I'm coming to London with a whole new show. It looks like his face melted. It looks like yes. one of those like chocolate molds 
that you've left out oh in the sun God. too much and the mold has melted. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. And this toupee, it's like he purposely got a toupee that looks like thinning hair. And just because he knew like he knew a full regular toupee would not look realistic enough. So he got this thing. It's like a rat's but nest. the colors are totally off with his natural hair color. And why he does he have a done. picture of like fucking Voltaire behind him? <laughs> well, because like a- he's going to London, so he's trying to look classy for the <laughs> London people. The Londoners. What's going on in this video? It's called wow. Ready to Rumble at the Adelphi Theatre, London's West End. And I'm going to talk about all the new things that are hot <laughs> in the, in the, all over the world right now. <laughs> I know the last time I was in look London, at this. I told you that this was my last show. I really thought it was my last show because I was scheduled to pass away a short time later. And all of a sudden, I was having an angina on the stage. <laughs> I'm still living. I didn't know what to do with myself. I figured if I'm still living, I got to do something. So here's a few things I did. You want to see one of them? Boy, that's an exciting way to say Oh, no. Come to my show. It might be the last one because I might die. He's on an elliptical. (laughs) Doing the worst crunches you've ever seen. This also looks like it's from 10, 15 years before the previous clip. Yeah. He just he had more laying human. around. Right, now so he's lifting just... like weights. They they zoomed in like an extreme close up on his hand as he lifted the weight, so you couldn't see anything else. This is All right. wild. A... Oh, Jackie Mason! The... Can you imagine a worse way to to like hype up a show by saying like I I thought I was never going to do a show again because during the last one I felt like I might die. I, I guess think that was a see. joke. I think he, the joke was that he was scheduled to die, but somehow he's still alive. But yeah, when that's like your material is just like, can you believe I'm still alive? And that's like it. That's the yeah. whole bit. I want to go see that. I mean, well, I you want to go because maybe you're at the show where he finally kills over. That's the only draw. Yeah. Make an NFT of that shit. But if he survives, you got to listen to fucking 90 minutes of an old Jew kvetching. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's. Look at look at Jackie oh. ahead of his time eleven years ago. Clueless Joe oh, Biden. No. Oh. I mean, do you, why are you going to make me upset about? Let's see what he's upset about. Why are you going to? Why are you going to make me agree with Jackie? <laughs> Come on. Oh. World Nut Daily presents Jackie Mason Mason. with the Microsoft Word font. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ultimate, ultimate Jew. Jew. Do do? Oh, that's Oh, is this timeout? Pause. Is this his? Account? I guess his official channel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you think he could, he dubbed himself that or somebody else awarded no, him ultimate his Jew. nephew or niece or whatever set this up for him? So he's the last one is what he's saying. There's yeah. no more. It's not the penultimate Jew. He's, he's the, the last one. <laughs> Saying any the about you don't write anything. The There's no pen at all. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe this time I'm going to start attacking Barack Obama again. It so happens that I have nothing to say against Barack Obama because I don't think he's the main culprit in this situation. The main culprit oh. in this situation is not necessarily only Barack Obama. He's only a partner in this case of a stupid situation that's going on now. Uh, the dumb thing that represents this administration. He's only part of it. Biden. Biden. Senator Biden. Biden. 
who's now a vice right. president. This vice president, I don't think he knows he has the job, and I don't think he knows what his responsibility is on this job, and he certainly doesn't know anything Timeless about the Middle criticism. East because well, nobody knows what the responsibilities the of the vice president represented are. by Netanyahu no. as the as the prime minister of Israel, and the prime minister of Israel did the most disgusting thing in the world because when he came to visit, he embarrassed him tremendously by by extending some people to move into a settlement in their own territory. You know what a disgusting thing they did? Now, if this man is not deaf, dumb, and blind... All right, all right, all right. I don't want to get we too get much it. into his real talk, yeah. Can we get Noah back on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Taliban a threat? No, oh, it's Fox God. News. What? Whoa. Maybe because they're not defending Israel enough. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I think... In a lot of these from a distance, it sort of looks like Bill Maher. Oh, yeah, you're right. Similar styles. Oh, my God. Did not expect to be on Jackie Mason's YouTube tonight, but here we are. (laughs) We're teaching the youth. Hopefully you're learning. You're seeing what we were forced to sit through Mm -hmm. as children. (laughs) Who's he he with there? Who's Jackie with? There you go. People we were just talking about. Wonderful, wonderful. Right? Was this right before or right after they drank the blood of Christian children? (laughs) Don't knock it till you tried it. (laughs) I got right off Epstein's plane. I was poached. I had to go to the airport and get the blood of the the, the, the Christian children. (laughs) There's got to be some connection there, right? Him and Epstein. You don't think these liver spots go away by themselves, do you? (laughs) Come on. You get one new liver spot every time you drink the blood of a child. Yeah. The, the adrenochrome like, costs money. Track. I'm not a I'm not a big star like the Jerry here. He's the I ultimate go, Jew, though. I still got Very to drink sinful. the blood. <laughs> we'll get the good stuff. That's what Joe Biden gets. <laughs> he doesn't uh, even know he's the vice president, and all the all the all the things that the vice president's supposed to be doing, he's not doing them. What are they? I don't know. I don't know what they are, but he's supposed to do them. Was there something in the news this week about him farting in front of somebody in the royal family? Jackie Mason? No, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. So Jackie Mason farts, his whole colon fall out. <laughs> yeah, one of the, I, I was going to say, Prince, I believe Prince Charles's wife, Camilla, uh, Camilla said that Joe, Joe Biden laid a stink bomb on her. I'm sure he farted, but the, the controversy. Did he was, know he farted? Yeah, that. And also, the well, the conspiracy around this story was that he actually shat his pants. And oh, was, no. And that the oh, media. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, the media, t- like, sort of covered up for him and said it was only a fart. That's was this the on right the same website that that, uh, that was accusing Travis Scott of being a Satanist? Satan. Well, well the, the conspiracy I heard was that his fart, the wind from it, is what set off that stampede ah. at Astroworld. <laughs> Just blew those people right on top of each other. What I heard is they're trying to use the thought from Joe Biden's anus and they're going to uh, usurp the coal fossil fuels and put the coal miners out of business. They're going to use <laughs> the thought from Joe Biden to disable the Iron Dome and then who knows what will happen. And then <laughs> all the missiles will rain down on all the good Jews in Israel. <laughs> all from one thought. Uh, bless him. Bless who? me or bless his thoughts? What side do you want? Pick a side. Yeah, right. You're Jewish, aren't you? What kind of Jew are you? You know what, Jace? Jackie Mason is just like the mirror universe Bernie Sanders. 
<laughs> the same guy, but one is for good and one's for evil. Yeah. <laughs> same height. One's the same ultimate height. Jew. The other one's the ultimate self-loathing Jew. That's yes. Correct. Wait, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jackie Mason hates himself. Come on. He looks well, in the mirror. well, he can't do it. He doesn't anything now. He's dead. Right. right He's dead. He died from hating himself so hard. Oh. You don't get gnarled up into like a like a crooked mess like he is unless you really something's wrong in there. <laughs> All right. Let's do our uh, music break. Oh. All right. Metal Injection Livecast music break. And uh, every week we like to pick a song. Each of us pick a song. And uh, you could get the music break on Spotify. It's a playlist. Just search Metal Injection Livecast Music Break. See it there. And uh, I'll go first with the song that I picked. Uh, I picked something from a incredible jazz drummer, Nate Smith. Uh, I went to see him this past weekend. And I'll talk about that in a second. And he has an album that came out a few months ago called Kinfolk 2, See the Birds. And this track is with Vernon Reed of Living Color. And it's like a metal track. It's like a jazz metal track. It's so cool. Was Alex Skolnick there at the show with you? Alex Skolnick was not there. But funny enough, I saw Alex Skolnick perform jazz before I went to this jazz show. I had a jazz show, Bang Bang. Why? This weekend. So Alex Kolnick and friend of the show, Dave Davidson from Revocation, who's been on the show a few times, uh, they have developed a friendship over Yaz. Uh, and so Wait, the birth jam- control over jazz <laughs> music and they've been jamming. And I guess uh, one of Dave Davidson's friends has a restaurant in the city and they, they were Chipotle. looking for live entertainment. No, it's like a nice little bar restaurant. Uh, it's called Short Stories. And uh, so they played for two hours during the happy hour. Cool. It was in the afternoon, like five to seven. And then this jazz show started at eight. So it was great. I, I got I went to the 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 jazz show pregame with Alex Skolnick and and uh, Dave Davidson. And they were just noodling. It was just the two of them. And so I, I you know, I was listening, but then also chatting and, and talking to friends. But then you go with, uh, well, I went with uh, my buddy Anthony and Frank was there as well. Uh, and so we all hung out and there were a few other people. There's a uh, Trevor from Black Dahlia murder was there and just like a bunch of other friends. Uh, and you said Anthony was your buddy, but Frank isn't. I, I, I mean, I, I came in with Anthony, but Frank was already there. Oh, and also, did you know, he'd be I, there. No, it's because everyone knows who Frank is, but the, the listeners might not know that Anthony. Anthony's who, been who on the show also. Anthony is. So I wanted sorry. to make it clear. I just went with a buddy of mine. I didn't mean, mean to like blow that. up your spot. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. You actually, you <laughs> very intently meant to do that. And, and did you uh, intently mean to not invite me or Darren to this little shindig? Yeah, I absolutely did because you would have never come. Yeah. Yes, you you don't understand the pleasure I get from turning down invitations, Rob. (laughs) You've robbed me of that. I, I, on the other hand, appreciate that you know enough about me to know that I would hate to listen to jazz music for four hours. 
That's very kind of you. Uh, I would have gotten yeah. such a good laugh out of that invitation. We would have just. Well, see, I, th- nice I actually, I think you would have enjoyed it, Darren, too, because during some of the songs, uh, they actually brought up some MCs and they did kind of like really fun freestyles over the jazz. It was oh, yeah. really, it was very uh, eclectic. What they Wait a minute. So you thought this was I during like the Skolnick? Yeah. No, this is the. Oh. This is the the second show. So there, there was Nate no Smith. cover versions of uh, his Trump song. His vaccination no. song. Oh, I should have requested that at the. <laughs> oh, imagine cafe. if he did. How would Trump, he play reacted? Trump sucks? Play Trump sucks. <laughs> you should have just shouted out Trump sucks like in the like the Trump chorus. Trump sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While he's playing, just bring out an iPad. But the Nate Smith show, I, I highly recommend uh, for fans of like if you like Dillinger or you know like any proggy or, or jazzy metal, absolutely check out the Nate Smith album. It's so good. It was incredible seeing a jazz show. Uh, you know, I'm used to mostly going to rock and metal shows, and it was nice. It was a nice change of pace, and everybody was such a good musician. It was like watching athletes at the top of their game. You know, like mm-hmm. they were just showing off. Uh, and it was so cool. And I, I really got caught up in the in the emotion of it. I was like, wow, yeah, it's music like, rules. It's like if Michael Jordan performed at a steakhouse. It wasn't a steakhouse. It was, a, it was a, a good venue. There were like three, four hundred people there. But it was at a restaurant. No, it wasn't. A, I'm not talking about the Skolnick show. I'm talking about the actual concert. <laughs> oh, so Skolnick, not, not a musician at the top of his game. <laughs> Just the person I was speaking of was was Nate Smith and his band. They were musicians okay. at the top of their game. Alex the Skolnick was, and, was serving and the Budweiser's at this was bar. much more low stakes. It was more improv and jamming kind of stuff. So there were steaks. They were serving yeah. steak and hamburger. Alex Skolnick brought the steaks out on a plate. Well, <laughs> he was pantry. hungry. He's like, I'll perform. Anyway. Will you just feed me. It's been so long since I've had a meal. So I picked Ra- I picked the track Rambo, the Vigilante by Nate Smith and Vernon Reed. Okay. It's very heavy. Darren, what did you pick? Well, I went out to a jazz club with a couple of buddies <laughs> of mine and uh, it just got me thinking about. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I I looked at the past year and change of uh, our a playlist, and I realized I never picked a Megadeth song. So I picked the Megadeth song, and it's one of my favorite Megadeth songs ever. And it's from well. the uh, Beavis and Butthead experience, mm-hmm. and it's called 99 Ways to Die. And I think that's Metallic. Uh, Megadeth at the top. Yeah. And that's when they're at the top of their game. That was like the best Megadeth period, in my opinion. That might be the Agreed. first Megadeth song I remember hearing because oh, I really? wasn't really into metal and they didn't get played on like the radio stations I listened to. So when that Beavis and Butthead Experience album came out, I definitely got that. And that was like that and the Nirvana song were my two favorite songs on that album. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of good stuff on there. There's uh well, there's an Anthrax cover of the Beastie Boys, which I don't like that much. It's like just sort of a straight like they didn't change. You wouldn't know it's not the Beastie Boys. It's so close yeah. to but there's a few. There's the Beavis and Butthead duet with Cher. That's mm-hmm. really good. Oh, that's so great. There's a Positive K song. Which I got to tell you, this is like sort of an esoteric story about Positive K. But uh, Is that the I've Got a Man? Is I Got a Man. Guy? One hit wonder rapper. But he, he was also on the Beavis and Butthead album. But he uh, he had that song was out. And um, my friend and I used to get high every day and we would watch laser discs. Cause he had like a whole laser disc collection. And we Rob's watched, got the laser dick. 
<laughs> Hopefully you let me get away with that. I'm the laser top. <laughs> so, uh, so we were watching The Fugitive, and then you know, do you know the movie? Do you know mm-hmm. the the part where the guy that escapes with Harrison Ford, they corner him in a like a house somewhere. Okay, he goes to his girlfriend's house, and he takes uh, one of the cops hostage, and he goes, "I got your man." And I just yelled out, what's your man got to do with me? <laughs> and, then, and then he says it again in the movie. He goes, I got your man, just like the song. And I go, I ain't trying to hear that, see? Those <laughs> are my best high moments. I had the whole room fucking cackling. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Worth watching that movie. It's a great movie, but just to see that scene is fantastic. Because now you can play the song in your head. Just we should add that talks. song to the playlist also. Yeah, maybe next I'll do week. it right now. Oh, I'll do it right now. Sure. And the song I picked, before I forget, was Sister Anne by the MC5. Because I was oh. watching some show, I think maybe Narcos I was watching this weekend, and uh, they had an MC5 song. And I haven't thought about the MC5 in a minute, but they are arguably one of the bands that invented punk rock and aggressive rock music in the late sixties, early seventies. And they're the first Paul band Favors. I recall ever using the F word in a song, which is also pretty cool. Uh, and I did not pick the song that Narcos played. I picked a different song, the little, little lesser known song. Just to be but, clear, uh, we're talking about falafel. Is that for it? Yes, falafel that's exactly right. Okay. They were uh, Israeli band from <laughs> Detroit. Uh, and uh, this, I think is probably the longest song I've ever put on the playlist. It's over seven minutes long. It was mm. quite good. Sister Anne by the MC5. I was about to say, I don't think still anyone's used the word falafel in a song, but I think the Beastie Boys have a song with the word falafel in it. And it's they must. Modest Yahoo, maybe? Oh, right. Yeah, maybe. Other, any other Jewish artists? Uh, I think there's a few. Yeah, Carol King. Kiss. Oh, my God. And I Got a Man has been added to the playlist. Great. Great song. And of course, I want to mention our Patreon. Don't forget, we have a really, really fun watch along of the new Netflix New Day Escape from the Undertaker WWE Choose Your Adventure type movie. Uh, Noah's there too, and we all kind of hang out and suffer through this movie. And it was a really, fun, <laughs> really fun time. Uh, and we have a ton of really fun watch alongs and bonus episodes every month we post two bonus episodes the video versions of our show and other fun content in the past what are some of the what are some of the watch alongs we've done we've done santa with muscles we've done the danzig movie the horror movie uh we've done the road Potness. movie which is just all the russian dash cam footage oh that say, was great oh, that was great too yeah and then tag team say, right we did t- that was the one i wanted to mention that we never mentioned at all and i love it the tag team the movie the tv show pilot that only lasted one episode that featured Jesse Ventura and Rowdy Roddy Piper. We watched the whole episode and riffed on it, and it was fantastic. Also, recently we reviewed Space Jam, the new one. We reviewed the Woodstock documentary. Plenty of fun, great episodes, original, timeless episodes in our Patreon, which you can get for five bucks a month, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And if you want to throw us a few extra bucks uh, for 10 bucks a month. You could be a top live cast fan of the week. Uh, and 
to be a top livecast fan of the week, all you got to do is do the ten dollar donation. I might have just repeated myself. But, yes, but that's okay. Uh, and because uh, I'm trying to load this list of weekly shoutouts, how should we do it? Jackie Mason voice. <laughs> Darren, do you want to do it then? Yeah, sure. There we go. Eric, I heard you're a very nice person. You donated to the livecast, the Patreon. That's a very good person. You're a very good person, just like all these other people. Uh, Benjamin, El Durino, and Dan R. You guys, you got a great bunch of sounding names. Sound like goyishes, but, you know, it's nothing against you. You're very nice people. Uh, Croc Destroyer, I don't know why you're going around destroying Crocs. They're good part of the environment. Uh, it's not very nice of you, but anyway, I digress. Uh, Sam I am, Mindy Mays Keeper. That's something I could finally relate to. You got a Keeper. As they're hopefully coming further in this list. There's a mezuzah of some kind. Uh, gender, gender, I don't know. I could go either way. That could sound Jewish. That could sound not Jewish. I'm not sure. I got to look on the internet. I don't know how to turn on the machine, but whatever. I'll figure it out. I'll have my nephew do it. Uh, Robert Ganoush, AK Justin. That sounds a little Middle Eastern. That could be, you know, could be Jewish, could be Palestinian could go either way. Not sure I'm going to stay away from you. That's some French crap. I'm not going to touch that one. Uh, Rob of Empire. Vampiro. I'm not a big fan of vampires. That's what they always anti-Semitically call the Jews. They call us vampires. Not going to touch that. It's a little bit sugar in the kepi. All right. Hugo <laughs> like tacos. I don't like tacos. Personally, I like holidays because I'm oh, an uh, Lando Danks, LaCroix, and Doug Pigman. Pigman, I definitely cannot touch it. It's kosher. It's not kosher. It's trife. That's something I'm supposed to stay away from. I never touch it. I don't touch bacon and I don't touch pig. Who gave Rob the hickey? That's a very good question. Very good question. I'd love to know the answer. Maybe we'll know for soon if Rob starts, starts being a little bit boodle. You know, maybe he'll come on the end. <laughs> Scooby-Doo182. Douglas, who are you, Les Leveson? And hey, guys, it's Josh. Joshua, very nice name from the Bible, from the Torah, from the Pentateuch. And that's very good. I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much to all our patrons. I'm Jackie Mason. Come see me before I drop dead. <laughs> Excellent. Classy. Class act. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. All right.